Broadcasting from the Third Coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. I want to swim around your bloodstream. Yeah, dude, it's, it's been a minute since we've been in here. Uh, we pretty much took December off, didn't we? Yep. Needed it, though. I think we all needed a little... A little alone time, time to ourselves or whatever. Yeah, it was, I'm glad to be back, man. I'm glad to, I mean, I know we've, we've checked in with each other and we've, you know, we've, um, we've seen each other since we've been on here, but you know, I miss being here. Yeah. <clears throat> this is to me, I mean, it gives me like, um, almost like a therapeutic, you know, I mean, just to not just to be around you guys. First of all, you know, I mean, I get I get that that love, yeah. you know that and that I I love to see you guys, man. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, get a big hug in and and then just be around you guys. And when I'm when I'm around y'all, man, I don't filter. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't think I, any of us do. No, I don't think so either, man. And I just. Because it doesn't matter, man, how goofy, whatever it is that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> the dumbest or, shit we come up with. <laughs> or or if it's just something, man, you know, whatever. Uh, I just feel so free and open to be able to say it. Not just on the mic, but just in general in life. Yeah. And, and I just miss us being around each other just so I have that that little piece of anchor. You yeah. know, just to, just to whew, just let go and be, be just be. Yeah. And what you mean? Yeah, so I've missed y'all, man. Missed you too. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host, Hango Wood. Tonight I'm back in here with the boys after an unannounced month off, I guess. Uh we're hanging out. Got got Harpoon and Jut back in the saddle again. How y'all doing, guys? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good, good deal. All right, Jig, how's the, how was how was Christmas? It was uh good until the day after. Yeah. Ended up with the couve. Yep, that and, started uh, this. Well, it was actually, you had the flu. You missed an episode. I had something. Or something. I, yeah. Strep. Yeah, mono. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was just. Cholera. Some, yeah. Typhoid fever. Ebola. Yellow fever. I don't know what it was. Scarlet it fever. sucked. <laughs> know that. <laughs> Rickets. Whatever, whatever what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> rickets. You ever rickets. seen no, rickets? Like, yeah. yeah no, just and crickets. Yeah, yeah. Crickets. crickets and rickets. <laughs> um, do you want to share the news about, about Asha Baby on here? I, since, since folks are kind of, you don't want to talk about I, it? We lost her. Yeah. That's, I can't, I, I still can't talk about it. I understand, it. man. I understand. It's mm, it's, it, it's hard on everybody. Um, uh, if, if you've got a pet, man, give them a big old extra hug tonight. Uh me and Definitely Jig, do that. Me and Jig both have, have, have lost one uh, damn near within almost the same year, almost. Yep. A um, little over. Uh, how, how's Nance doing? She behaving still? Yeah. Good. He's, I guess we're just kind of both in fog yeah. right now. You know, it is. Kind of figuring stuff out. It, it's an adjustment. Yeah. You know, it's like, like losing one of your friends. You're losing one of your friends that you've known for, for years, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, we've all kind of went through loss here recently. Harpoon's lost a, f- a few friends here at the beginning of the year. First thing, you know, it's, this is a, and it's always hard right for the holidays too, especially, Yeah. you know, after somebody you, somebody you just saw or just talked to or just text, you know, happy holidays or happy mm-hmm. new year. And then they're gone. Yeah. 
it's it's rough it's hard on, to process. It is, but I think you know that's something that we have kind of gotten away from in the modern era is actually grieving. You know, we're, we're so caught up with go 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 go. You know, and when you lose somebody who you love, whether it be a family member or a friend or a, a pet who is part of your family and a friend, um, you, we have we haven't as a society we really hadn't focused on grieving in a long, long time, and it's something people kind of just look over. Where in other cultures, grieving is a very cathartic thing. Even you know, you you look at videos of of a funeral in the Middle East or even like in the Mediterranean countries like Sicily or like Sicily and Italy, uh, Spain, those people, when they grieve at a wedding, they are at a, at a funeral, they grieve, they cry, they, they hang on to the casket. You know, it, they let it all out where in the West we're much more reserved with how we grieve. We don't want to do it in public. We don't want to do it at the funeral home. We want to do it in our closet, We've, but that's not the way grieving is supposed to be done. Grieving is supposed to be done as a community. We're all supposed to do it together. Because as a community, we're part of a family, you know. And I, th- I think in the West, we kind of, we overlook the whole grieving process. And it's something that's very important uh, for our mental health and for our physical health, our emotional health, is to learn how to take time to actually grieve. In the Jewish religion, when back when it first started, it's written in in the in the Jewish law that the families are supposed to have a forty day grieving period, and the communities to take care of them while they go through that grieving period. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we still do it here, kind of in smaller, tight knit communities. When you know Jim's wife passed away, mm-hmm. everybody takes food, stops by to check in on him bring by a few necessities he might just forget about because he's in the middle of going through all this. You know, we do it in smaller communities. But you think about people who don't have communities and in, in people who live in bigger cities who they live nowhere near their family and they lose somebody. Yeah. They, they don't get that community chance to grieve or anything. And I, I think in bigger cities, you move away from that. People who are disconnected from their family or only have a few friends and then poof, they're gone and mm-hmm. then they're by themselves. And hell, we're lucky to say, you know, at least I got something I can depend on to back me up if it need be. Right. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, family's everything. And, you know, family doesn't necessarily have to be just Blood. your mom and dad and your brother and sister and your cousin, whatever, man. You know, I mean, <clears throat> family's a state of mind, a state of heart, you know dedication devotion loyalty you know i mean all of everything that you were just saying you know about the grieving process i mean you feel that with people you know you want to help them out you know you you want to reach out and 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 just offer whatever kind of peace you can give them through that through that time yeah um it's Everybody, everybody has their own process. Also, you know, with that, um, with that time, forty days, man. That's a that's a that that's a lot, you know, compared mm-hmm. to the way a lot is uh, going on now with people having time, feeling like they have time to grieve. 
you know it's uh it's it's especially hard like i said i think it's just our whole mindset now as a society of you know everything's instant news is instant information's instant food is instant well we should be over our grieving instantly and it don't work that way it just it doesn't work that way um i had it written down the news but um mississippi state head football coach mike leach passed away while we were on on our little hiatus um it's affected not just mississippi state family it's hit every you think about how the legacy that man left behind you know all these different coaches all over the country that he's either coached under or had them coach under him one of the two and all the players that he's affected um Mike was a good man, a little bit of a lunatic, <laughs> but that's what made him a good man. He um, he definitely marched to his own drummer, that's to say the least. Uh, if you want to go have a, a, a good time, just go on YouTube and look up Mike Leach, <laughs> Mike Leach's best quotes, and you can just, you know, he's the one that told the the reporters that his players were sitting around with their fat little girlfriends, you know, that was, and did it this year too. A state had, a state had a horrible game. And he said, I think the problem is my players are wanting to go sit behind a tree and eat a fish sandwich with their fat little girlfriends and drink some lemonade. And that ain't what we're going to do here. You know, Mike was, Mike was Mike. That's all you can say. And he's, he, um, impacted, uh, numerous people, States, schools, um, the man lo- loved the game, and it, it was a it was a hard one to see him to see him uh, see him go. Uh, I think the shot been going for you, Harpoon. You been busy? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, man, you know, since we've been um, since we've been off this month here, um, we had the. We had the holidays that passed through, and we had some we had some good catering gigs that went on. <clears throat> excuse me, through that, we've had some school events that have been good. Um, and then we've just we've also just had uh, we've had some new. We always have new customers every weekend. Mom, man, uh, what's she done now? We she <clears throat> she'll always ask, man. She's super business smart. And she'll always ask, you know, um, as we're talking, how's your day or everything like that, you know, what's going on and, and stuff. And if I have like catering gigs and stuff, I always, you know, call to include her if she wants to come over, man, because, I mean, she loves that. And, um, you know, what an opportunity, you know, to, to spend that time with her. Uh, but uh, she'll always ask, man, do you have do you did you see anybody new this weekend or have you seen anybody new? Have you seen new customers come through? And uh, and I always say, yeah. You know, because I always do. I always see new faces um, through the weekend, and and it's over the years. She'll just remind me that um, as long as you're seeing new faces, you know, you're doing something right because right. people are talking. People are not going to be coming somewhere where they're not talking well about it. It's so, proof of growth. Pr- proof of growth. Yeah, right. you're you're spreading out. The more new faces you see, man, that's or at least not obviously the more, but just a constant flow of new faces. And, um, so, and I've, and I've really noticed that, that over the last six months or so, um, I've seen a, quite a few more new faces. So our volume, man, is, you know, like I said, over the holidays was better. Um, but, uh, 
we took a few more days off. <clears throat> um, some, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, over the uh, over that time, man, it was. We had, like I said, we had quite a few parties and things like that. So at the shop, man, everything was going pretty good over the holidays. Awesome. Mm-hmm. How's Miss Alabama doing? Man, Meaner than ever. She, yeah. I, <laughs> I went over last night and spent the night and and got up this morning and. Um, there you go. I had to hit her button. I don't want. I don't want to get a, a terrible message from her. Where's my button? <laughs> yeah, we've had a good time over the holidays too. Um, we uh, we went out, rented a cabin, and uh, for my birthday, she pretty much. And we missed her at birthday, man. I'm sorry. Happy birthday, by the way. It's all good, man. Should have brought you a six pack or something. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, and and check this out. Obviously, well, obviously, but um, honestly, this. Uh, vacation that we took out to this place and it, it wasn't far it was like within 45 minutes of here mm-hmm. from door to door it was a cabin had a lake on it a private lake um it was kind of off you you had a deer stand out there if you wanted to hunt i mean it was kind of out there and uh but they had an outdoor shower mm. and an indoor like two-man bathtub oh. like a big o big o <laughs> You know, super nice. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. I knew it was going to come up eventually. <laughs> it was great, um, and we had a we had an incredible time. Man, we we grilled out. We um, it was it was clear and super cold outside that weekend. Was that the weekend it was freezing so bad when it was down in the single digits? It was twenty six degrees. Oh, I think that we weekend. There. Not that it was the ne- it was the weekend before that. Okay. Yep. It was the weekend before it got super cold. And um so we're there and we're talking we we we're there for uh, three nights and um so our first night we're we're in the bathtub and and we've got it super hot. We got drinks and man we're just having an incredible time and you know music's going. We're just all you're just hanging out. And we're but we've been in there for a while and we're like man we should go stand outside and cool off. You know, just to and then we'll come back and get back in the tub. Mm-hmm. So while we're out there, of course, man, we just hop out, grab a towel, and walk out, flip-flops, and we're out there on the little front thing, and on the very end of it is that outdoor shower. <clears throat> and as a, I'm just going to go ahead and confess, man, kind of as a joke, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, hey, I'll get in if you will. And she goes, all right. Now I'm like, Damn. Well, did you at least warm the water up first before you got uh, in? Okay, so let me explain oh, this. Oh, no, he didn't. Let me explain this. <laughs> <laughs> this shower turns out, man, that it comes straight out of the ground. It's your water hose shower. Spigot. Okay. It's coming. It's water coming out of the damn ground. It's twenty six degrees outside, man. <laughs> There's no hot water. Okay. This. Oh, is, it was just. It was a shower. It was just water. It was, it was a straight pipe. Yeah. That, <laughs> like your your nozzle, man, was on the ground, and it was straight piped up with a shower head on it. And you just had a block, you know, that for the for the booth. So there was no hot water running to the shower. No hot at all. water. Ooh. The only water was the ground, the groundwater. Right. So now she's like, "Okay, I'll do it if you." Yeah, okay. So now I got to nut up and go. I'm like, "Fuck, I got to go jump in this some bitch, man." Here I'm gonna let my mouth overload, but I did it. I hooked that damn bulldog bar mouth is right and right and checks that puppy dog ass. Couldn't couldn't I'll cash. Tell you what, man, that puppy dog was fixing. A, he was lining up, man. I'll tell you. But it, so anyway, man, I hooked it up at the ground turned it on i was gonna tell you man i i handed her my towel and i i stepped in i got a question yeah 
how far did your nuts go inside of your body? Yeah, man, that was kind of the joke too. <laughs> <laughs> how they taste? Got it up through your throat, man. Uh, it was pretty terrible, man. So I can tell you, man, it's a it's an instant eye opener, uh, and and so I'm I'm literally, man, I can't even tell you, I was instantly awake, like like full blown in a fire a house fire awake. And, uh, so I'm standing there and I'm going in and out and I, and I, you know, it's kind of turned around and, and I hop out and she goes, all right, well, here's my towel. So she hops in and she does, we both do about 30 seconds, which is plenty, man. It's like oh, 28 yeah. too many. We go hop back in the tub and, you know, warm up and man, it's just a great night. So the next night, all right, we're out there and we're talking all the next day about, man, that was cool. That was ballsy as fuck, man. I mean, nobody will believe we went out there in that cold ass water. So we're fairly competitive and, and we'd brought like a little Jenga game. And, uh, so we'd come up with this thing. We're like going, okay, man, we'll play the best three out of five Jenga's. And the loser the bet has, was the loser has to go get in the shower for like a minute. Okay. At night. So we're like, okay, good. So, um, we're grilling. Now you got, this is like over the course of the night of the afternoon and through the night, <clears throat> it's, it's, very clear out you see just jillions of stars but it's it's like eskimo cold to me man i mean i'm like super super cold and she's like let's go outside man and make a pallet on the pier and we'll just look up at the stars and i'm thinking to myself fuck that man i am so cold <laughs> i mean i'm freezing my ass off but man it was a great idea we grabbed blankets and we went out there and and i was freezing man i mean i was just shaking but it was an incredible view. Everything was super bright. You could just see everything it was well worth it. Come back in the house, of course, man. We, you know, we're eating and all this stuff and hopping the tub and in and out. Start to play Jenga. All right, well, I wound up winning the three, long story short. And she's like, all right, man, I'm, I'm going to go out there. So I'm like, well, I'm going to jump in too, you know. I mean, I'm not going to let you just do it by yourself. So, but she added a minute. Well, hell, man, I, I'm holding the phone like right to her on the on the little countdown thing, so she can see whenever she jumps in the cold shower. And I'm gonna tell you something, man. Just turning that damn hose on and just stand out there butt naked with it, just going all over you. It's crazy. It's it's a it's hot. It gave me a hot. Yeah, like I was just. That's that's called your body going into survival it's shock. mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's called hypothermia. Yeah. Well, okay. So since then, Eating aluminum blanket. <laughs> we were we were staying like a baked potato and jug is done with you. No, I swear, man. We've just, I've continued to, to take the cold showers. Is what I'm. I'm I've I've continued the cold shower thing throughout the month. Uh, I've been watching videos on cold exposure and. And the benefits and recoveries and all those things like that. So, I've uh, I've worked my way up to five minutes, and um, I, so I, I think I kind of got to a point where um, my body is almost like expecting it cold. Um, it's getting more cold tolerant, mm-hmm. and um, where I wasn't before, and. Uh, and now I do kind of almost, man, it's almost, it's almost like, like a different high. Yeah. I mean, drinking will give you a buzz and smoking weed will give you a buzz and doing every, everything else will give you a, their own variation. This one, man, is very clean. 
the the feeling is very clean and it's very energetic and it's it, it focuses you for sure. It, it's almost like a like I, like a testosterone shot. It's like boom, man. I mean, you, I feel I feel like like I used to, man, for a minute. For like actually for like three or four hours. It's 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 pretty crazy, man. I mean, about the now I'm not saying, man, just just go out and just start jumping in cold showers. Figure it out, you know. Um, and you can start off with warm water and back it on down, or I just turn to some of its own just to get pressure, you know, just a quarter inch turn so it's a full blast, and then just hop in. Um, I just can't tell you. I don't know, man. I don't know how, I, knew how I got here, man. About telling you all that. <laughs> but you were naked with a woman in a shower. We we get it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, Thanks, yeah, yeah, man. No, I've never been in like twenty six degree from the groundwater. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in some water that was fifty eight degrees. That's fucking. And that is clean. cold in water. Yeah. You know, I could imagine what actual ice water feels like being poured on you like that. That's that's. No, were you immersed? Did you get it? This in? was like this was like when in the ocean. Oh, like yeah. it was during the winter in in the ocean, you know, and it was like 58, 60 degrees. I put that's a thermometer. A, that's a current moving that cold water across you too. Oh, I didn't jump in. I, I got that up to my knees and I'm like, that's, I can't feel my legs. I need to get out of this, you know. Uh, Jake, what's going on with you? man? How's the shop going? Busy? It's going. Uh, so sorry. Yeah. Oh, I watched a video the night I meant to bring up to you. Are you familiar with what's going on in Australia with vaping? Somewhat, haven't um, hadn't seen a whole lot on it. They're trying to. Uh, They've had some really weird stuff over the really, last couple of years. I know. I, I was, I saw Grim Green. Mm-hmm. You see, he broke his hand. Yep. Punched a wall like an idiot and broke his hand. I never understood the punching walls thing, but he did, and he found a stud. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I watched one of his videos. I didn't video. know how it happened. I yeah, just saw he, the cast. He, uh, he he was mad because he had to go to Target. And he's going up to his room to get his keys. He, he punched the walls. He's going in his room and hit the stud. Bam. Oh. He had a boxer's fracture. He said, which is funny because I'd never thrown a punch in anger in his entire life. That's <laughs> probably why I broke. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Um, but it recommended a video after I finished watching one of his. Mm-hmm. And this guy, uh, what is his name? Vaping Bogan, I think. Bogan. Maybe. Yeah, Bogan. Yep. He did a whole video on how backward Australia is, Australia is handling uh, vaping. They're making it where it's their it's like their version of the FDA, mm-hmm. therapeutic drug something or another. I can't remember. Um, you have to go to a doctor and get prescribed nicotine now. Any juice you have in Australia has got to be zero percent nicotine unless you go to the doctor. He said that that's the way it always was, but you could still import uh, like pure nicotine, yeah. add it to your juice, and you're good to go. But now you can't even import nicotine. Uh, you have to go so to the, there's no cigarettes, no nothing, no nicotine. Oh, no, there's, cigarettes. there's cigarettes. There's going to be cigarettes. Just vaping. I think New Zealand bans cigarette sales to anybody who's not over 21 or 25 right now. They're doing away with cigarettes totally in New Zealand. You can't buy them anymore unless you've already been smoking and you're already of age or something. Wow. Um, anyway, you have to go to a doctor in Australia to get prescribed nicotine. And no doctors in Australia will do it because nicotine is harmful. Um, and so what's happened now is people are just importing disposables from China with who knows how much nicotine's in them. 
and maybe the batteries might work and maybe they might blow up. And people are just selling them like the Uber drivers, like or taxi drivers, like selling them to people. These disposables. Wow. We're supposed to, they're supposed to be zero nicotine, but they're all they could have three percent or they could have seventy percent for all you know. You know. <laughs> uh, he, said, he said, "This is the problem." He said, "Why are we, why are we trying to do this?" He said, "We're so we're so similar to the UK. Why are we handling vaping like the UK does, where doctors are like doctors are prescri- doctors are." Handing people vapes, saying "Stop smoking, use this." Yeah. You know, he said, "Why?" I don't know if you're familiar with what's on in Australia. I, That's I knew crazy. they've been in a mess for for a couple of years. I remember Green talking about it with Bogan on his on his channel, and you know, it was it was a mess. Like they, people were getting arrested. Arrested. Shop owners were getting arrested, Shit. fined like ridiculous, like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It was God. it was bad. Um, I don't know whatever, I don't, I'm sure he sued, um, but I don't, I don't know that he actually could or if he won or what, I haven't heard anything about that lawsuit or, or, uh, what happened with the guy, but yeah, they were, they were enforcing some serious fines on people. Um, it was, it was a bad time, but yeah, I don't know. Recently, I don't know what's going on. I just thought Australia would handle it like the UK does because, they both have like a national healthcare system. They're both, yeah, that's their prisoners down there. They shipped off <laughs> a couple hundred years ago. <laughs> I figured they're the same thing, but no, apparently Australia is going cuckoo for cocoa puffs on vaping and just trying to do away with it totally. Yeah, well, it's because America scared the shit out of the rest of the world for it. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah, everybody's freaking out because what happens here? What well, must be true? Yeah, you know. You know, I met a guy when we were at Sandals one time. He was from. Him and his wife are from the UK. And I said something about, you know, do y'all really care what happens in America? He's like, oh, yeah, we care. Yeah. He said, because if America sneezes, the UK and Europe get the cold. What's a very small symptom for the U.S. has huge ramifications, especially in Europe. You know, um, I never really thought about it that way. You know, you think, oh, well, that's just us. We're and we do kind of live in a bubble in America, you know, because we're such a huge country, and we have you know a bunch of poutine-eating crazy assholes to the north and some delicious food to our south. Um, we don't think about affecting anybody else, but in reality, we we really do. Why am I talking with my hands so much? What's this? I'm getting very Trump-esque with my hands. Just, <laughs> um, you know, I didn't know if you'd heard about that. Although it was kind of crazy. Yeah, some of it I've, I heard. I haven't been keeping up with it here recently, but um, we have a senator in our lovely state that is trying to impose a 15% excise tax on vaping. Oh, how, how wonderful. Um, on everything? No, on, on just on vaping products. Vaping products. Extra 15% on top of sales and everything else. On everything else, yeah. Um, I, I guess excise would be like a wholesale tax. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that would suck. Um, and put me out of business cause there's no way anybody's going to come in and pay an extra 15% no. for a product. And that's uh, what you're going to have to do to stay uh, open. Yeah, pass absolutely. It there's no way now of all, of all the years to do it now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, his name's blunt. <laughs> and, uh, if you want to vote his ass out, if you're in Mississippi, go for please it. Please do. Um, since you brought up, since you brought up uh, politics, I'm gonna bring up politics too. 
So there's a lady in our state Congress who is trying to get rid of the um, ballot initiative plan. Okay? Where if there's something on my heart, I can go out and collect signatures and get that issue put on a ballot with so many confirmed signatures of registered voters. Well, this woman's wanting to get rid of it. Get she rid was of that process? Yes. Because she was one of the main proponents against medical marijuana in the state. And so it was her who came up with the whole lawsuit to get the initiative thrown out. And that's what we went through like two years of trying to get a medical marijuana thing in place. Her quote was, I don't want to become California. I think we need a higher standard. I want to make sure before I vote on the bill, the standards are high and not allow anybody and everybody to have an opinion. The reason we are here today is because they elected us to make the law. That's the way I want to keep it. That second sentence, not allow anybody and everybody to have an opinion. Isn't that what voting is? Everybody having the right to express their opinion on a ballot. So she pretty much wants to turn it into just a, uh, not really a dictatorship because it, it would, it would still be a pro, but she don't want any reg- regular citizen to have, have a voice in what's going on, even though that's what we put them in office to begin with is to be our voice in the, in the whole congressional process. Yeah. So fuck that bitch. Who is she? Uh, some representative from Madison, if it tells you anything. Maybe you got her name. Uh, I, no, I don't. Sorry. Just some Those, bitch. Yeah. She's the one who, uh, Madison was getting, somebody was getting ready to build the first apartment complex in Madison. And the city came out and thought, oh, you can't have apartments in the city. Damn. It brings in the undesirables. We don't want people who can't afford to buy a house in this town. We don't want those people here. We've all lived in apartments. Like, Fuck yeah, I have. <laughs> I lived next to Jut for a little while. <laughs> Sorry. You that know, was awesome. Man, that was fucking. We had a blast. Hey, Dave. Animal house shit, man. Well, we, going we, across we had that a, hallway. We, we, we had a whole penthouse. We had the whole top floor to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I get this right here at the, in the middle of the night. <laughs> Jut broke my arm. That's still the best time I ever answered the door was when Nancy said, Jump broke my arm. I was like, what? Um, Do I need to smack a bitch? Tua went down again. Did you see that? Yeah. Third concussion this season. Quarterback for the Dolphins. Third time he's been on concussion protocol in three months. That ain't good, man. No, fuck. Get the the brain scramblies. Um, a lot of news in the UFC. You ready to handle that? Yeah. Where do you want to start? Start top down. Top down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they raise the price of their pay per views now. Eighty bucks a show now. Yeah. On top of having to pay for ESPN Plus to have the privilege to buy the show. And wow. ESPN Plus is fifteen bucks a month. You're looking at 95 bucks a month just to, if you want to buy every single one of the shows. Um, wow. You want to talk about Dana's fight? <laughs> Dana White got caught smacking his wife around in a club. Mm-hmm. Did you see that at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, they got video of it. Granted, she smacked him first, but still, 
don't smack a woman. Uh, yeah. So he's and this happened the week before they were going to premiere UFC's new slap fighting on TBS. <laughs> <laughs> it was viral marketing. That's what I just said. If I did, if I just smacked Tink, like wow. I'd be like, it's viral marketing for the slap competition. You ought to settle. She's fine. Look at her. CGI. She's fine. She's fine. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious, man. The whole Patty Pimblet thing from his fight. Uh, tell me about that. You were Patty Pimp, Patty the Batty. Yeah, I don't hear you. Uh, he had a fight a couple weeks ago, and it was people were saying you could argue that he won it, but everybody was like, oh, he lost that fight. But the decision came out of him winning. He oh. won. Wow, one of those. Just yeah. for popularity, you think? Well, we think I think the, it was more. I think it was, I think the fix was in. This was like the week after UFC had signed a deal with Barstool Sports for sports gambling. Really? And Dave Portnoy was sitting right next to it, sitting right next to Dana. When they announced it, and Dana looked at, at Dave, he goes, like, that, that's okay. That'll work. You know, I mean, this is... Uh, wow. Then they released Daniel Nagranu, uh, Daniel Nagranu, wrong sport, Francis Naganyu. They released him this weekend. Yeah, I saw that interview. Yeah, with Dana or a interview with him. Like at the press conference, that's yeah. what I saw. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be uh, they, they stripped him of the heavyweight title, and it's going to be John Bones Jones and uh, Cecil Gage. Sybil um, Gage, whatever his name Sarah is. Sarah Ganyu? No. No, it's, his last name was his four letters. It's, uh, I want to say Gage was his last, maybe not Gage. Gone, Cyril Gone. Cyril Gone, that's it. What was he stripped for? He he wouldn't sign a contract. Just an activity. Oh. Yep. The last two years, He said they've been working for a deal, mm-hmm. you know. He said whoever like the match, the fight maker is, for, has taken him out to like 35 dinners trying to get him to sign a deal. And they were wanting to put him up against John Jones. It's John's big comeback. Come back as a heavyweight. And and Francis didn't want to touch him. You know, he, he Dana said that he just wants to fight lesser fighters to get paid the same. But that's Dana. You know, you take that with a big old grain of salt and plenty of garlic on top of it. Hmm. Um Australia. Alright. I watched a show on Netflix called Love on the Spectrum. Have you heard about the, have you Okay. It's like a documentary series, and they follow people who are on the autistic spectrum, and they want to get into dating. Okay? Where are you going, Harpoon? Come back. Come back. We're having a good time here. Right. Okay. And so I got, got ju- chuckling now. <laughs> and so uh, it, that's why I, I, was, I, was, I told – I told Tink about it, you know, I was like, I watched one episode and I had to like take some time to decompress from it. And I said, cause I was all, I got all, I got all worked up over it. Uh, when they first heard the show, they show this girl and she's like 25 blonde, got an ass on her. I'm like, damn, this girl's autistic. And then she started talking. I'm like, Oh, this girl's autistic. Like 25, but she had the, had the mental capacity probably of of an eight or nine year old, you know, still very innocent about things, still collect like dolls and stuff, stuffed toys. But they had a uh, they had a counselor come over and work with her before a date, and 
the girl w- would say like, "Do you like Disney?" And if you said, "Yeah, it's okay," I really she's like, "Well, what about?" And she goes to the next topic. You know, she was she didn't have she didn't have the focus to carry on an actual conversation. And that lady worked with her, you know, about how to hold a conversation and stuff. And she did really well. So she goes on the date, and the guy he paired up with was kind of on the same mental level as she was. And (laughs) so that Saturday I had off after I told Tink about it, I was like, oh, you need to try this out. So I turned it on, and she's like, oh, we're watching all of these today. And so we watched that whole series of Love on the Spectrum in one, it was like eight episodes in one day. Okay. One girl they had on there, uh, she started her own animation company when she was like 15. Learned, taught herself animation, you know, super, like very well known in like animation circles out in California. All these animators know who she is. I mean, she's very, very well, but just off in her own world. The one that she created, super motivated, super business minded. But she's like, I don't want any guy with any kind of facial hair. No hair. No hair on his face. None. I, I, I can't stand that. Get, I don't want it. Um, very blunt. Just no no filter, you know. And uh, so she went on a date, and that didn't go well because she just, like, everyone was not good enough for what she was looking for. Um, one dude went on a date, and I... <laughs> His parents, before they went on a date, his parents were like, you know, you really need to pay on this date. He's like, oh. The dude did not want to spend any money on anything, okay? Right. And so they they go to their lunch, and they finish eating, and they bring in the check. He's like, excuse me, what is what is this kitchen fee? Oh, I was like, oh. Tink got under the covers. It embarrassed the shit out of her. Him questioning what these fees were on their check. Uh yeah. So if you hadn't seen Love on the Spectrum, give it a spin. You'll really enjoy it. It's it's it kind of gives you a really in-depth look of what it's like living with autism, you know? And yeah, it it's so I mean yeah, it, you just need to watch it. Go, go watch an episode. It'll get its hooks into you. You'll enjoy it. Um Oh, I saw an article about this buy now pay later stuff. Which I've seen before. Like you go to check out online, you go to buy something online, and they'll say, you know, use a firm and pay in four easy payments of whatever. You click that, it does like a really cursory credit check, apparently, and then they, they bill you like every like one this payment four months in a row, okay, with interest on top of it. That's become a huge thing. I had no clue anybody even used that. Huh. Okay. Uh, in the last year, the debt those companies have acquired has went from two billion dollars to twenty four point five billion a million dollars or billion. I think it might have been billion. It, it's billion. it's hit over a it went over a thousand percent of debt they have acquired from these buy now people buying stuff buy now pay later, and it's all it all seems to be the majority of their customers. Are gen are Gen Z kids? They, they don't want to use a credit card, but they don't want they don't have the money to pay for it. So they'll do buy now, pay later. 
It's like it's like layaway, only you get your product when you order it. Ah. Uh, you know. Huh. And apparently that's like the new way to run your debt now. Because a lot of these Gen Z kids don't have any that's kind gonna of... going to be bad. They don't have any credit or anything. You know, where if they had a, a credit card, which I'm not a big proponent of credit cards, but on a credit card, you'd be paying... Three or four percent interest on a credit card payment instead of the fifteen twenty percent these buy now pay later people are, are charging you. That's money management skills, um, regardless, man, are are vital. If you want to survive in the world, yeah, I mean, just being a a, a real life human with any sort of life where you're financially dependent. You gotta have some kind of money management skills. Got to. If you just have the option to buy now, pay later, you know, and put off the hard work, put off paying for it. That's the hard work. How are you gonna get that money? I mean, sooner or later, it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna be so overwhelming that you couldn't get credit. You're you're basically gonna have to go bankrupt or some sort of a excuse me um, default and. Uh, yeah, that's going to be bad. I don't know that much about it. I've not heard that much about it, but but having that, it's like it's like just giving kids credit cards or a checkbook. If you didn't have to go out and work for the money first, or at least working to have some sort of an effort that you're putting into what you're what you're doing, you know, there's no um, sanction, you know, or you, there's no payment of any sort. You're just soaking it up. Well, they're saying. They're- I never, I never realized that people actually use that stuff. I always see it advertised on a website or whatever when you go to check out. I never pay any mind to it. But apparently they're saying this is the hot thing for this generation because none of them really have any ambition to ever own a home. So they're not really worried about building credit. And so they're just doing this. Is like, this the kids, man, they are staying at home just playing video games? Yeah, it's, gen, gen, it's the current generation, Gen Z. Kids who are who are hitting hitting the teenage years now, hmm. you know, um, and dude, it's gonna be if if they ever decide to try to if if they don't take care of that shit and pay it off when it's supposed to be paid, they're in for a world of hurt if they ever go try to buy a car or or even some jobs. If you try to get a job in a kind of financial institution, if you if your credit's not good, they're not going to hire you. I was just fixing to say, man. Fast forward twenty five years. That's going to be the generation, man, that'll be moving the money around for the world. Yep. And well, we've they, already got we already got one who tried to do it, the Sam Bankman Freed kid. Right. You know, he was just moving moving numbers on 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 the computer, and then boom, all the money was gone. Yeah, well, it went somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it went somewhere. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's go, why he was offshore. Yeah, it go pop. <laughs> <laughs> no idea, buddy. Um, and there was something else I wanted to to hit on. Uh, I guess that was it. Oh, college football national champions, Georgia Bulldogs put a fucking whipping on TCU. Did you see the final score? Mm. Like sixty five to seven in the national championship game. Dang! Shout out to TCU. They had a killer season. Just absolute killer. Great season. But shit. It's just a Georgia's mismatch. Georgia, man. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care how good you are, man. You got a twenty-eight-year-old quarterback playing in Georgia. 
Yeah, Stetson Bennett. I think he was twenty five. Think so. Yeah, they had to pretty much push him out of the out of the fucking school. Like, all right, you're done. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. Uh, but what a great story for him. I mean, walked on at Georgia, didn't make the team, went and played junior college, came back, and now won back to back championships at Georgia. Holy you smart. know, just a and MVP and MVP twice the wow. national championship game. Yeah, just a, I think he, I think he threw more touchdowns than the TCU had had points. I think he threw like eight or nine touchdowns. Dang. Yeah. Dang. There weren't many drives they didn't score on in that game. I think the only one they didn't score on was the last drive they took a knee. Dang. <laughs> I mean, they, they put a whooping on TCU. Dang. So shout out to the Georgia Bulldogs. Now is the fun part of the season. The transfer portal's open. Players are moving around. You see Notre Dame's pickup? One from Wake Forest. Wake, yeah, I got, I got <clears throat> Sam Hart, Hartman from, from Wake Forest, a quarterback who put up a lot of yards this year, just chunking it down the field. He transferred from Wake Forest to come to Notre Dame. He'll be there next year with Marcus Freeman. Thank God. Thank God we got an arm on the team now. It's about time. Uh, you want some videos? Yeah, why don't you go? Get this going. Oh! That's an erotic uh, screensaver thing. Thank you. It's, it's my face in cartoon form. I'm glad I could turn you on. All right. Now, this right here, I will say, is probably one of my worst fears from riding a motorcycle, okay? So, you'll see this guy. It looks like he's riding maybe the tail of the dragon, which is like a really curvy road up in up in Tennessee. I forgot how many. It's like it's like 80-something curves and 15 miles. It's where a lot of bike riders go. It looks very similar to that. So, this guy's on his on his motorcycle. You got to watch closely. curve oh what the hell he hit a deer and it, it stayed up which is amazing hey, right <laughs> it tore the whole fairing and everything else off the front of the bike Damn. but he stayed upright in that curve wow yeah um let's see here so you should attach all these videos man to your um to your podcast somehow. So oh, just link, could, I could link them in the show notes, I guess. Yeah, link, yeah. yeah. So that way everybody could follow along or they'd go see them if they wanted to. I may have to do that. This right here was from a haunted house, okay? <laughs> All right. All right. So this kid's trying to beat up on the monster guy here, okay? He won't get in the car. See, he's wanting to square up. <laughs> that door's getting shut now, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. He cranked that chainsaw up. He didn't want to play no more. All right. These guys are working out. You ready? You're going to pay him 20 bucks to lift this, all right? Was it like 240 on there? 245? Two plates each side. <laughs> so the, the guy farted and everybody lost their shit. <laughs> Some damn Looney Tune laughter, ain't it? <laughs> Which one of them dudes farted? The one that was trying to push the push the weights up. Oh, <laughs> he was man. straining. 
Don't say you ain't done it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. All right. One of our favorites, Afro Man, in concert. Okay? Singing one of his hits. There he is. Oh, and off the stage he goes. <laughs> he just fell. He just busted that ass. First thing he hit his back. Fell off the stage. I was going to stay on the stage, but then I got high. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. That is- and those stages are, are high. People don't realize how high a stage is. Yeah. like 15, 20 feet. That dude took a fall. Oh, yeah. All right. And so then you have, I saw this happen in real time one time when I was in high school. All right. So I got a classroom here. Girl picks up her chair, walks over to this girl. Oh, starts beating her over the head with it. <laughs> Called her a bitch. Now we got the slap fight. Whoa. Somebody call off. Got her hair. Now, when I saw it happen, <laughs> this was in 1998. <laughs> Way back. Old school. It's a folding chair. Same chairs. Those blue plastic molded chairs. Mm-hmm. There was one guy in the room talking shit to another guy. Would not shut the fuck up. The one guy who was talking shit was huge. Big motherfucker. Just kept talking shit, kept talking shit. The other guy I considered kind of a friend. You know, we weren't close, close, but we hung out sometimes. He just calmly stood up, and that guy was on, there's a computer lab, you know. And that guy was over on his computer typing, and the dude stood up, bent down, picked up that chair by the back legs, and put it over his head, and came down on that dude's head. Whop! <laughs> he just <laughs> broke, broke the chair. He hit him so hard. And the guy just crumpled and fell down, head bleeding. And dude put the chair down, went up to the office, the principal's <laughs> office. Just did not give a shit. This is the same guy I saw uh, a dude get in his face in the hallway one time, and he headbutted him, then grabbed that guy and threw his head into a locker. I bet that some bitch is Ric Flair's nephew. No, he's he actually, <laughs> he actually, which I blew my mind, he ended up joining the Marine Corps, which blew my fucking mind. He was not the Marine Corps kind of guy. You know, he always kind of did his own thing, didn't really fuck around with rules. He went and joined the Marines <laughs> and made a career. I guess I think he's still in there. He did it for a while. Damn. Some guys just take to it. Ah, oh, shit, I didn't mean to do that. All right, let's see here. All right, so this is on a subway. In one of your favorite cities, New York, for some reason. I don't know why you enjoy it up there. But as usual, people get talking shit. Right. You know. And this dude here is, this guy here is all tweaking out. The guy with no shirt on. <laughs> and trying to start shit with these Hispanic gentlemen. They caught him a weirdo when he comes. He starts coming back. So then, out of nowhere, Thor appears. You'll see him here. There he is. Look at that big some bitch. Where did he come from? <laughs> Puts him in a rear naked choke. 
and just takes the guy down as gently as you can be. Lays him out on the floor. And old Thor stands up there and just puts his foot on his chest, doesn't stay down. <laughs> That's a big motherfucker. His head's down there touching the roof of the subway. Yeah, that dude, man, he's, he's full-blown got the old he Captain was- Morgan stance right on that dude's, <laughs> <laughs> right on that dude's chest, man. He's like, fuck you, I'll put you in the sand. He didn't try to hit, he, he just choked him out, yeah. laid him on the ground. When the guy, he's like, just stay down there, don't get back up. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, he looks like he's like a linebacker. He's, he's, a, he's a fit dude, but he's gigantic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, that's how we handle things in the subways. All right, one more. So this guy tried to dis- decided to try to steal from Guitar Center. Okay? <laughs> he grabbed a guitar on his way out the door. And this dude takes him down. You're going to leave right now. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? You are leaving this store right fucking now. This is all being said while the guy's got him in, in a headlock. The guy didn't want to leave, so what do we do? Which they don't want to leave. You grab them by their pants. <laughs> you tote them out the front, fucking the front door. That's how it showed in. Good job, dude. Just like a bouncer, get that idiot in the club, and that dude winds up with the back of his shirt neck and his ass of his pants about six inches off the ground. <laughs> While that big dude walks him outside and gives him a chunk. That guitar is still full price, too. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they just added patina. What? There's your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They tossed him back outside. Just lay out there and bleed a while till the cops get here. Uh, that's all I got. Y'all got anything else to say, fellas? Glad to be back in the swing, man. Me too. Woo. We're almost to episode 100 now. I think, man, it's a full-blown shot night or shotgun night or something night, man. We get 100, 100 unders. I think, man, we If we get 100, I'm bringing out the champagne if we get if we get 100 episodes. Good. That's what we're going to do. Let's do something special. And this month, actually, I think this is the two years we've been doing this. This wow. month. Yeah, how about that? It's flown by. That's I could have done it without y'all, man. Y'all, y'all have been... Y'all have been my anchor since I started this thing. I really appreciate y'all spending the taking the time at least an hour every week to sit down or every other week and shoot the shit with me. Catch up. It's great. Heck, man, this is this is to me, man, just it's a, I'm it's gonna a get holiday. you a sofa to lay on so we can do your therapy in here. Let me just let you talk it out. <laughs> it's this cool lighting and the, <laughs> you know. I'm usually off in the you know, somewhere. So You got anything else to say tonight? No good? Everybody good? Great. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of the Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows in the network. Also, be sure to check out our sponsors down in the show notes like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% of your next order with the promo code Hango. And also, check out mydelta8.com. At the Hango Show on all social medias. Email us at thehangoshow at gmail.com. Harpoon, Jut, love you guys. 
And I love all y'all out there for listening. Thanks for sticking around. And we'll see you next time.